Okay, hi, and welcome to First Grade with Miss H, the educational podcast where I talk about different topics in education. I'm Miss H, or Allison Hartmus. Today I'm talking about two topics, and I'm going to break it down in two sections. One topic is word recognition, and one is fluency. So we're focusing on literacy instruction today and those two topics specifically. So with word recognition... Um, thinking about some studies that have been done to demonstrate the benefits of differentiating instruction in word recognition, there have been plenty of studies um, with emergent bilinguals in early elementary classrooms and documenting the five stages of spelling development, which the five stages of spelling development were outlined in Best Practices and in Literacy Instruction textbook by Morrow and Gambrell on page 176. And those five stages were emergent stage, letter name, alphabetic, within word pattern, syllables and affixes, and then derivational relations. And those were some of the studies developed around word recognition. Um, in there, the teacher di teachers can differentiate instruction by using small groups, uh, by using literacy centers, and using data from spelling inventories as seen on page 179 of the Morrow and Gambrell text. Now, some findings of these studies were that um, there are four essential elements to word study, things to focus on and that, that compromise the overarching theme of word study. And these are outlined on page 192 of the Morrow and Gambrell text. Um, the four stages are, or the four elements are, the developmental sequence for differentiation. Number two, the integration of phonics, spelling, and vocabulary, which is kind of a big chunk there, phonics, spelling, and vocabulary. Um, and then number three is students' reflections and discussions. And number four is practice activities, sorts, and games. And to me, number four is probably the most fun because using games, especially in my classroom, word games are something that are really motivating for students and I've noticed personally help my ELL students um, pick up on some vocabulary and how to say it um, quickly. Um, so in my classroom, I do want to focus on helping my emergent bilinguals more directly. I want to support them better than I have been. And I want to set up literacy stations with more intentionality. Uh, I think that I have literacy stations and they're working but maybe they're not providing the most connectedness to my lessons and to my themes in my classroom as I would like them to. So based on the research from word recognition learning, that's something that I would love to work on in my classroom. Okay, the second half of this podcast is about fluency, like I mentioned in the beginning. So I'm going to talk about the same kind of topics, but instead of word recognition, I'm going to be looking at fluency uh, for reading. So fluent reading, according to the Morrow and Gambrell text on page 271, is con often considered to be nothing more than a label for accurate automatic word recognition. So that's thinking about reading accurately and getting the words right, not reading as fast as you can. So that's something that's important for fluency. Some studies of automatic word or studies of fluency have been related to automatic word recognition, porosity, as seeing the classroom as a community of learning. And these studies have kind of showed how fluency affects those parts. 
On page 277 through 279 of the Morrow and Gambrell text, um, the te teachers could differentiate their fluency instructions by using multiple texts, um, rereading readings, um, fluency development lessons, FDLs, and something called Read to Impress or R2I. And these are things that you can use in a small group. So when you're working with a small literacy group and you're re doing repeated readings or multiple text, you're doing it based on those students' level. So you're working with a group together who are all at the same or similar areas and doing multiple text and repeated readings of a text at their level. So you can differentiate it based on who you're working with. And then um, some findings of the studies about fluency in, in the Morrow and Gambrell text on page 277, they mentioned that students who read a text multiple times or read uh, several texts outperform their classmates who just listened to stories or didn't do any extra reading. So it's proving the more you're reading, the more you're rereading, the better you are going to perform on a fluency test. And then in the PowerPoint we have for this week, it mentioned that high levels of reading fluency are positively correlated with high levels of comprehension. And comprehension is the goal for reading. And so if they're more fluent, they're going to comprehend better. Now, in my classroom, I definitely need to incorporate more choral reading, repeated reading of stories, and reader's theater into small group work. I have noticed that students love reader's theater. It really gets them excited but it also really helps their fluency because they're trying to act like the character, trying to be them, so they're reading more fluently. And that's something that I would love to incorporate more in my classroom, especially in small group work. Now, that's the end of our uh, podcast for this week. So those are kind of some ideas and studies behind word recognition and fluency. I hope that they were helpful for you, uh, my ideas and my findings, just to start thinking about those topics a little more. So thank you for listening to this episode of um, First Grade with Miss H.